BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Today on Legally Us, Jesse James Decker's sister's airplane drama is explained. Plus, the cast and crew of Love is Blind slams the conditions of the Netflix series and the challenges CT's custody issues get heated. We've got that plus so much more on today's Legally Us. And Christina Garibaldi here. And that, of course, is Nima Romani, president and CEO of West Coast Trial Lawyers. Hi, Nima. How are you? Hi, Christina. How's it going? Good, good. Lots of drama to get to this week. A lot of interesting stories. So let's kick it off with Jesse James Decker, because she revealed that her sister, who was currently five months pregnant, was forced to clean after her and her husband, Anthony Bass's daughters, spilled popcorn on the floor of a, uh, of a flight. So she revealed that a flight attendant instructed Sydney, who is her sister to clean up the mess called and called the popcorn in the aisle a safety hazard. The, the snack was provided by United Airlines and they said, Jesse questioned, if this was a hazard, why are they handing this out on planes? So they said that the flight attendant came up to Sydney with a trash bag and a wet wipe telling her the captain wanted Sid to clean up every drop. She continued saying, my four sisters on her hands and knees, crying in the aisle, completely humiliated and exhausted with her children while everyone else watched. Way to go, United. So uh, her husband, who was a Major League Baseball player, later defended his wife, saying the flight attendant on United just made my 22-week pregnant wife traveling with a five-year-old and a two-year-old get on her hands and knees to pick up the popcorn mess by my youngest daughter. Are you kidding me? So a lot of people were divided on Twitter saying pregnant women can bend down. Don't give your kids these snacks if they're too messy. They did say that United Airlines is taking care of the matters with the flight attendant internally. So can a family sue United Airlines for how they were treated in this yeah, you can definitely sue, but the question is really what are your damages here, right? Even if the flight attendant did something improper, did something unlawful, yeah. you know, getting on your hands and knees, cleaning up popcorn, maybe humiliating, but really, are you going to file for like a purely emotional distress claim when there's not really any kind of medical bills or other physical harm that you've suffered not a particularly good case right does it seem like that they made a good point saying why united would give out popcorn if they consider this a safety hazard that's a big question in the case because we all know you have to follow flight attendant instructions when they pertain to safety mm-hmm. now is this really a safety issue we're talking about popcorn in the aisle potentially i guess someone could slip and fall uh, mm-hmm. there might be that type of issue but really it's a mess. I mean, did the flight attendant overstep? And not everything is a safety issue. I don't know if this necessarily was one. Right. I feel like sometimes when you get off planes and you see where kids have been sitting, it usually is a disaster. I really have never seen a flight attendant come around and being like, all right, you have to clean up after your kids, even though, yeah, you probably should. So did she really have a right to tell this woman to clean up after herself? 
I don't think so. This isn't, you know, sit down, have your seatbelt fastened, don't smoke in the laboratory, all the types of things that you typically see. I mean, this is a mess, obviously. Might be impolite, might be something that common courtesy says, hey, clean up after your kids. But I think the flight attendant may have overstepped in saying that this is a safety issue. This is something that probably could have been cleaned up when the plane landed. Mm -hmm. Could a flight attendant be fired for something like this? And if she was fired, could she potentially then sue United being like, why, you know, I was just kind of following protocol. Yeah, that generally speaking, you know, anyone can be fired for any reason or no reason at all, as long as it's not prohibited. Now, when it comes to safety, if someone is reasonably complaining about a safety issue at work, that's protected activity. You can't fire someone for that, right? Mm -hmm. That's what we discussed in the Kanye Donda Academy case mm -hmm. last week. So the question, it really comes down to, was this really a safety issue? If it was, the flight attendant has a right to speak, has a right to tell the passenger to clean up and has a right to be protected and not be fired because of it. But if it's not really a safety issue, then none of those protections apply and someone can't be disciplined for um, telling someone to clean up or do something that's not safety related. Yeah, so it's probably, this will probably just kind of go away in the next couple of weeks as you know things kind of die down and probably just some bad PR for United and maybe some free airline vouchers for this family. <laughs> exactly. I mean, we all know it's tough to travel, especially with young kids and kids mm -hmm. do make a mess. So maybe the flight attendant should have been a little bit more accommodating. And of course, mom should have tried to clean up as well. So I think there's probably fault on both sides, but I don't think this should escalate to a legal issue or a federal case. Here. No, definitely. Well, something that may escalate into a legal issue is this love is blind. Um, obviously, a lot of people are binging the show, but now contestants and former production assistants are coming forward, slamming the work conditions of the Netflix show. They said that uh, in, in an article with Business Insider, they said that they were forbidden for speaking with contestants, saying we were told if a girl comes on the bus and she feels self-conscious, feeling bad about her body, don't respond for professional reasons. Just ice her. That weird cult vibe of don't talk to them. They can't talk to you. It's all about isolation. So back in the first season of the show, which was filmed in Atlanta, some contestants were shocked, saying they were expected to sleep in these drab trailers crammed with bunk beds during their 10 days in the pods. And then all 15 women were to stay in one single room trailer with the 15 men in another. It also stated that um, the contracts stipulate that cast members must pay $50,000 in damages to the production company if they decided to leave the show early without producer approval, and that the engaged couples were obligated to show up on their wedding day, even if they don't marry their partner, leading to these dramatic, I don't, some embarrassing moments. So can these contestants, PAs take legal action against this production company and Netflix, even though they probably signed this contract and maybe all of this was stated in that. There's so much going on here. Yeah. You got contestants, you got employees, you have the network, you have Netflix, you got production companies. So to try to sort through all the kind of legal issues here, I mean, we'll start with the employees, right? So they're employees of the production company and obviously Netflix will contract with a production company. I mean, a lot of bad PR here, obviously. Love, and, Love is Blind has a lot of fans and there was all these technical glitches uh, over the weekend that, you know, viewers have been frustrated with and dealing with. And now you have, you know, production company staff members who are complaining. So it kind of goes back to the employment issues we just discussed with United. You know, your employer can, you know, prohibit you from doing certain things as long as it's not protected, right? Obviously, they can't prohibit you from practicing your religion or to make you do something that would be discriminatory based on race or sex. But they can, even though it may be unreasonable, 
tell you, hey, as part of your job duties, you cannot communicate with the talent. So unfortunately for the production assistants, that's something that the management company, the production company can prohibit them from doing, even though it seems weird and something that maybe is just kind of inappropriate to try to treat um, the really the, the talent like that. Yeah, no, definitely. It's very interesting. And so what could happen? Like we, we, you know, you said like, what could happen if these contestants and these PAs and, you know, can prove that these work conditions really were hostile? If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Yeah, there's a safety issue or there's a problem there. Then, you know, that's where something like OSHA or someone would get involved with a state equivalent. They would come and investigate to make sure that the workplace condition is safe. I mean, it's got to be safe. You can be, you know, up in the sky. You can be down on the ground. It does not matter. You are entitled to have a safe working environment. So there's a safety issue. That's one thing. You have rights. An employer can't retaliate against you or prohibit you from kind of expressing yourself. But if it's just a boss just generally being mean um, or not being nice, I mean, that's just unfortunately not actionable if you're an employee. Yeah. And some of the previous contestants did come forward and saying that their mental health was severely at stake when they were in these conditions. And that's why they wanted to quit the show. I think one girl even said at one point she may have been suicidal. Could that be a reason for her to leave and not have to pay that $50,000 in damages, even though she did see, see it through the show? Yeah, I think those are the better claims because you have a right to quit your job. We live in a country, there's no involuntary servitude or slavery. So these types of provisions that prevent someone from leaving, just like an uh, employer can fire you, people can quit for any reason or no reason at all. You are not forced to stay in a job. No judge will make you. So if that $50,000 damages, you know, that liquidated damages provision, if that's preventing someone from leaving something that they're uncomfortable with, I can easily see a judge saying, hey, that's not enforceable. Yeah, definitely. Same same thing with getting married, by the way. You know, no employer can force you, no production company can Mm -hmm. force someone to get married, right? That's Mm -hmm. a right that you have as talent. That's a right that you have as an employee. So that's not something that they can force someone to do. Now, they can maybe put you in the position where you're going to say, I do, I don't, you know, that's part of the show. That's part of, you know, uh, what they're filming, but they can't actually force you to sign that marriage certificate and marry someone that you don't want to. Yeah. I wonder if things will change for the next season. We'll have to wait and see. 
Um, well, this is interesting. So CT, he's of course on the challenge. He's been on this show for years. Well, he and his estranged wife, Lillianette, she actually requested a custody shakeup for their seven-year-old son. Now this is five months after they filed for the divorce. So she filed an emergency motion for temporary relief to suspend all time sharing and for solo parental responsibility and other relief. So her request was ruled uh, during an emergency hearing resulting in the motions being granted in part and denied in part. So the judge concluded saying the wife's request to, re- to suspend the husband's time sharing and parental responsibility is denied. So they agreed not to discuss or make public any intimate details regarding their litigation sell- settlement negotiations of their child. And he also stated in court that he wouldn't make any allegations toward his wife, including defamatory statements about her in any form, including social media and interviews and things like that. They both signed off saying that they wanted to keep their divorce proceedings hidden from their son, and she will not make any disparaging comments about the other parents. So why would somebody request an emergency hearing like this? Yeah, people request all sorts of things, especially in these nasty divorces. But, Christina, we've seen it time and time again. There is a presumption of joint and legal custody. You know, you might not like your ex. You might not like what he or she is doing with their new partner or on social media, but that is not a legal basis for you to deny them access to their child. So I think the judge did the right thing here. On one hand, both parents have a right to have, you know, that joint custody, right? And on the other, you know, what judges are supposed to do is look out for the best interest of the child. So parents are saying and doing things that may harm the child. The judge needs to step in and stop that. And I think that's what happened here. Both parties are entitled to custody, but they can't be doing things or saying things that are going to harm their children. So I think the judge did the right thing. And this was what I would expect in a case like yeah. this. So it sounds like more that she was not happy about maybe what was being said about her in public and uh, maybe on social media rather than maybe his parental skills, maybe. Exactly. So, you know, there's really no evidence here that someone is an unfit parent. It's Mm -hmm. more of someone being a disgruntled ex, and that's not enough to take your kids away from you. No, definitely. So where do you think the couple kind of goes from here? Does it seem like they just kind of have to just work it out? Yeah, they have to. I mean, they have to co-parent. This is something that all divorced couples have to deal with when you have kids. You got to get along with your ex. You got to take the high road because ultimately, you know, when you kind of go after each other, it's not really going to help your legal case. And all that's going to do is hurt your kids. So if you love your kids, kind of take the high road, stop bad mouthing your ex on social media and try to work things out. No, definitely. And they did both sign off on keeping their divorce proceedings hidden from their son. So is that kind of like forever like that it would be, um, or maybe until he's of legal age, if he wanted to see something like this, is that allowed? Well, generally speaking, even divorce proceedings, there's no jury trial, but anything filed is public, right? In most cases, unless you're talking about, you know, certain types of proceedings involving juveniles, what's filed in a family law court, I mean, those things are public. Obviously, what's said on social media, if your account's public, it's going to be public. So, you know, right now, the judge's job is to protect a minor child. But, you know, once the child turns 18, there's really no custody issue. The child can live with whomever he wants or she wants. They can live on their own. So all those kind of protections go away and the parents can kind of go back and forth, go after each other. And there's no real protection that that child has because he or she's no longer a minor. Well, hopefully they can work it out. All right. Well, Nima, thank you so much as always. Thanks, Christina. All right. Everybody keep commenting, keep subscribing, and we'll see you guys next week.